Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. live and yes you are uh we are so frustrated because last tuesday after a debacle with our server that prevented us from being on air more than damn fucking russians they hacked us it was and, microsoft yeah oh yeah it was microsoft it what wasn't the think? russians what do you think they're mad i think it was the russians yeah i blame the russians microsoft yeah microsoft yeah, microsoft. yeah. Uh, no no you know what it was an id ID10T error. Yeah. ID10T. Yeah. If, for those of you who don't know what ID10T is, it spells idiot. Spell it out. So uh, anyway. Write it down. So we were okay. going to have one phenomenal show. What? what? What's the matter? I can hear you. Come on. Speak well, up, Barry. Okay. Well, we can hear you. Perfect. Okay. I'll, 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 we'll work on your headphone. Yeah. But um, for those of you who missed last week's show, you didn't miss anything because we felt horrible because... I called up Anthony and Melanie from uh, Ford on Fifth Cigars out in Scottsdale, Arizona, because they have the baddest ass shop next to Perfecto Cigar. No, I'm just kidding. We'd love to be a tenth of what they are out in Scottsdale, and they are just kicking ass and taking names. So um, we were going to have them on the show last week, but we couldn't even get on air. So you guys missed uh, our conversation, Mort, with – That was a big – Oh, pa. Yeah, it was because we had Mayor Shea Dobson oh, on Oh, we sure show. did. Yeah, man. And, and it uh, was awesome. It was. We good. also had E. Brian Rhodes on. E. Brian Rhodes, yeah. We sure did. Yeah, it was. And, is that better? Yeah. That's oh, okay, good. We talked about all kinds of crazy shit. I know we did. Yeah. I know. So I'm super stoked about ton, uh, tonight. What do you, Matt? What we do have you? an interesting show tonight. We're talking about all kinds of subjects. We're going from the NFL to politics. College to football. Sexual college harassment. football, sexual harassment, all the good stuff. And the best thing is we're going to get to our... Uh, a guest of the night, uh, Scott or Anthony and Melanie from Ford on Fifth Cigars. So I cannot wait to talk to them, pick their brains. And um, but before I almost forgot, wow. before we start the show, we need a moment of silence for a legend in the cigar industry passed today, Jose Patron, Patron. and he died at 91 years old. So we're going to take a moment of silence and then we'll come back with the start of tonight's show. So don't touch that dial. All right, folks, let's take a puff for Jose Padron. Well, I'm a sucker for fine Cuban cigars. 
The problem is I can't afford them But last year I went and got myself a whole box And just to be safe I insured them KFC presents a Halloween tale It came from the dark it began like any other evening. They were hungry. Innocently, they went to KFC, where they discovered the new KFC dark meat menu. Look at all those low prices! Have you ever seen chicken price this low? Yes, dark, delicious pieces of KFC legs and thighs. Flavors like original recipe, extra crispy, and even tender roast. All at low, low prices. Look at all those pieces. It's KFC's dark meat menu. Whatever you do, don't eat it alone. Nations live. We are pumped up, and I am super stoked for tonight. What do you guys think, man? This is our ninth week, and, and it's coming in strong. Yeah, ninth right. week, ninth and ninth we're week. Uh, we are uh, week. we are a smidgen, and I, I'm being politically correct. We are a smidgen away from 10 million downloads. 10 on million. IT. How about that? 10 million. We're rocking. Woo! 10 million downloads. I mean, do what you the hear hell? us, Stern? Do you hear us? We coming for you, you Stern. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't stand a chance. Anyway, so Bones. Um. Yep. Let's start out with, I, I think what we'll do is we'll do the rapid fire and then we'll maybe take a, a couple calls and then we'll get to our esteemed guest, uh, Anthony and Melanie uh, from Ford on Fifth Cigars. How about that? That right way on. we can lay a platform of what we want to talk about tonight. So you want, you want to start or you want Bones to start? I'll go. I, I normally. Oh, wait, 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 Whoa, wait a second. No, I'm going to say no, something. Don't I'm, even, no, don't even. No. I'm, I'm going to say something here. Mm. You're gonna get so, bitch slapped no, too. No, in my individuality. Wait, <laughs> how, wait. Stole a thief. We have a thief in the studio. How many syllables thief, is that? That's eight. No, that's eight. Eight syllables. Woo, and that was my I word. I'm on the chat right now. Individuality. That's eight syllables. <laughs> it doesn't count when you steal from somebody else. No, nah, it doesn't right. count. Well, you know what? I got stick a better. Stickman, Stickman, whose who's word is that really? Come on, give no, it to that, us. I got to admit it. That's, uh, that's Maverick's word. Sorry. But but you were foolish enough before the show. <laughs> uh, we were out in the parking lot. and you know, I Matt, thought we were a team, and yeah. team doesn't steal from the other players. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah he does. Do yeah, yeah, he does. So well, Matt, anyway, I got the, I got the, I'm the new belt holder. I am the World Wrestling Federation heavyweight champion of yeah. syllables. No, uh, no, you didn't say it on air. You didn't say it on air. Go no, ahead. No, Individuality. No, 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 that don't go now, yeah, man. Why not? Why not? No, what, you bring it up that's only seven. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I got y'all beat anyway. All right. He, All right. he has one. Go ahead. Ready? Yes. Humana, humana, humana. <laughs> it, it is true. Look it up. Look up under nine syllable words. It says it right there. Humana, humana, humana. That's Jackie Gleason's word. You can't steal from him. Oh, shit. I just did. That's how I roll, man. 
So I'm the champ. Back. The belt is back where it belongs. Back, all right. We're going to give you the belt. I stole it away from Bones. No, Bones is going to have no, it. No, 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 no. You can't just say the word. you got to bring it up in a conversation. All right. It, it's got to be part of the. Okay. The, we're the, that's that. fair. We're that's the, fair. That's know, fair. Bones right. is still the champ then. Bones is the right, champ. Bones, we'll, say, we'll say. All right. So, uh, Mort, let's start with you. We'll wrap yeah. fire. What do okay. you got? Okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. First of all. No. A shout-out to the Big Ten champions. God, i got to take my headphones off. Ohio State University for defeating undefeated Wisconsin in the bowl. I, I have to give you this. I do think they got screwed. All right, hey, dude, yeah, do me a favor. Chance. Say it again. The Ohio State University. There you go. They got <laughs> and yes, more, left they in got the shafted. cold. They got left shafted. in the cold for some oh, what did I say? Uh, weak-ass Alabama team. That's bullshit. Weak ass? No, that Alabama. Weak. Oh yeah, they're weak. Fuck Alabama. They're weak. They're, um, I, I should have worn my T-shirt that says "Fuck Bama." Well, you know, when it comes down to it, I, I'm I'm not a fan of your team either. But Auburn ooh. University, the greatest team. But when in it comes Alabama down to it, okay, to... you played in the in the conference championship. <laughs> yeah, shut you up. You got beat. Shut up. But you shouldn't have dropped like a brick below somebody who did not play that week. Absolutely. You know, look, I tell you guys all the time, this is not about how they play. It's this about is money. about money. It is money. And that's the bullshit about is, the college about football money. program. It is. It's all about money. And Alabama brings the most money to the to, to the table, so they're going to get whatever they want. That's we're, just the way it is. We're much better off going back to the computer. The I agree. You know, it, the, the money comes. I agree, the The money comes from Walmart, uh, from, you know, them selling jerseys <laughs> and stuff at Walmart. Right. That's where right. it all comes down from. Right. And, and my last, uh, my next rapid fire is net neutrality. You must be kidding me. Net neutrality. Okay. Net neutrality. Explain to me what net neutrality is. Man, we're, you know, they, they repealed this or they're, the, actually, they let it ran out. It was something that President Obama brought on to, to um, help the little guys, basically. Ah. Um, is that in business? You mean? Yeah, it's uh, for the internet and for us. And so, yeah, us. It, that's us, the little guys. Okay, we're we're little guys compared to everybody else. But think about this: uh, who do you get your internet provide? Who who provides you internet stream? Me? Yeah, uh, that's personal. AT and T Uverse. Okay, so consider this: AT and T Uverse comes to you and says, "Stickman, we know that you podcast." In order for you to get up there and get the bandwidth you need, you need to pay us an extra fifty bucks a month. I'd tell them to guess what they'll smoke my and stick. guess what they'll do to you. They'll throttle you. Cut you off. Slow the, you down. They'll, they'll throttle slow you down. Me? Yep. Yeah. They'll slow what? you down. That's what net neutrality prevented. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you know, I'm not a big fan of government intervention at all because anytime government gets involved in something, they fuck it up. That's, That's just true. the way it is. So, but they did well on this move. I, I believe they did okay. because we, we got. Uh, yeah. Look, you know, here's the deal, guys. Most of you know what streaming media is. Right. Hulu, you, Netflix. Yeah, all stuff that like stuff. That. Consider this. You're, you're dealing with a local cable provider. You're getting 50 gigs down and all this stuff, so you're watching your stream really good. So you decide, ah, screw it. I don't need my cable. So you cut the cord. You cut the cord. Now, all of a sudden, the cable company sees uh-huh. what you're doing and says, hey, you're streaming, so we're going to charge you more. Ain't that a bitch? So all them, all them people paying eighty, that, ninety dollars for a fire I'm, stick. I'm ignorant to this. But would that be kind of a monopoly? Do they what? have the monopoly oh, on this? Oh hell yeah! Yeah. And, yeah. and the people, Son of a bitch. the people that actually—that's capitalism at its best. Yes. And and look, I'm in favor for capitalism, but when the when the reality comes down to it, I mean, let's be fair. Let's be fair. I mean, how much fucking money can you have if you got eighty trillion gajillion dollars? I mean, isn't that enough? I mean, oh, you know what? There's a there's a movie coming out, and they asked that question to one of the billionaires, and he says, "They said, how much is enough?" He says, "More." 
He just said more. I want more than enough. But wow. it, it goes even further. When if you look at that? if you look at the map that Mort put out, it, it shows what cable company have a monopoly in what state. And when you have a city that only allows like one print, one type cable one, one in, cable, yeah. not Cox, not you know all these other ones, you got uh-huh. one cable company. What was no it? competition. Comcast or something like that. No, it's cable, no, here cable, cable one. Cable one. Yeah. Or AT&T. And, and, yeah, and, and, and that's it. Okay. Huh. I'll be damned. Yeah, so that, that's, new, that's net neutrality. Ain't that that's a bitch. And, and the people that actually So lobbied, basically the ones that have cut the – what are you doing over the, there? The, the people that lobbied against this or, or – But it's only five syllables. It's two words. I'm sorry. The people, the people that, that lobbied against this that, that wanted it abolished or, or let it run out, uh-huh. cable companies. Imagine that. Man, what the hell's going on here? Imagine. Okay, hang on. We'll do our tricky thing. Go ahead. Imagine that. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Interesting. So basically, they basically got pissed off for people were cutting the cord. So they say, ah, we'll get you. Yeah. And boom. Yeah, we're going to charge you more if you want access to this. Or, hey, uh, Hulu, if you want to access our subscribers. Uh-huh. Pay, pay us. I'll be damned. Oh, yeah. Isn't that like nah, That's some greedy nah, bastards. Nah, yeah, nah. that's some greedy bastards right there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be damned. That that's that's net neutrality. You must yeah. be. How much is enough? Yeah. That's one thing. Not enough. One good thing the government didn't do. What's what? that? Yeah. It gave us net neutrality. Oh, well, the, yeah. That, that you got to remember, people we, can't we hear it. this. We need it. <laughs> Well, I was looking at him. I was talking. <laughs> yeah, bring it on. Right. Tell me, tell me what it was. Right, right, right. I was trying to push more along. All right, what else you got? Uh, the, my very last thing. You know what's great about rain around here? No, it rains on oh, fucking protesters. protesters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you bitches. That's what y'all get, man, for protesting the flag. But that's all right. Yeah, but how sweltering hot was it? People oh. had their windows open <laughs> and they forgot to close the windows. Shut up, asshole. Shut up. Yeah, but that's all right. Who I'll, does that? I'll just send one of y'all out to, to mop up my. My my carpet. We'll do the net neutrality no, on you. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bones. So what what you got, Bones? All right, this, this sexual harassment crap. All right, there's another another. I wouldn't say victim, but another person getting accused. Hyde from the '70s show got fired from Netflix. <laughs> showed a rant because he got accused of sexual harassment. Wasn't that this I, kid I, with I, the I, afro? Yeah. It yeah. Was like, yeah. Was like the was, partier, the down the down the. The one that was always all the way. Partying. He was the one that supplied everybody. He was always weed, smoking pot. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he was, was a, he was a weed smoker. He was the one that wanted the decriminalization. Oh! 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 He got it. He got it. It's decriminalization. That's seven. Ooh, he he took the belt from you there, Maverick. That's the new champ. That's the impressive. New champ. You, you let into that well. He <laughs> was he was waiting to do that all week long. <laughs> yes, yes. But you know, it, 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 it boils down to the immortal words of Ozzy Osbourne in one of his greatest songs ever, <laughs> "Crazy Train." Can't we learn how to love and forget how to hate? No. I mean, come on. We should learn. Really? Oh, I we agree. should learn. Uh, we should learn. Or did, did somebody write those lyrics down for him? Because anything <laughs> I've ever heard from him went. Oh, <laughs> no, he you, sung them. He you, sings well, but he can't you talk. You can understand every single word he says when he talks. When he, I mean, when he, when sings. he sings. When he talks, you don't understand. <laughs> Hello, Arma. He no. speaks um, pig Latin when he's um, <laughs> talking. He, he, pigs, he, he speaks pig Latin backwards. Keepy bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what about all these people that are bitching about the sex harassment happening and everything? It, it, it's you know whoever bitches the loudest. Yeah. Get it. You get know it, there's there's an, old, right, there's right. an old saying about that. If you throw a rock in amongst a pack of a pack of dogs, the one that yelps the loudest is the one that gets hit. 
Ooh. Wow. That's deep. I, 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 not, I, heard that. I, like, I never heard that before. Don't throw stones in the glass house. That, right. I heard, that, I heard that one. I heard the one. I've never heard that one there. Yeah, deep, that, though, right? that, I don't get that. That's, de- that's so deep that uh, that's so deep that uh, I didn't even understand but it, that. It, it, I didn't get that. It, it, deep it, thought. <laughs> it goes back to the same when we were kids. You know, if they bitched the loudest, they did it the most. It's kind of like the person that whoever right. smelt it dealt it. You or know, like, did, really, did he just really say that? Or like, or preach, now, 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 you know, here's another thing I about promise, like preachers. The I preachers promise. that preach the loudest about things, yeah. those are the ones that, that are like, guilty. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, that they're. I, pro- I promise my sister I'd bring up the smell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but, is, she, um, is she listening? Yeah, she signed up. All right, Cindy. Hello, Cindy. big Cindy. shout out to Cindy. Look, be, oh. before oh, we got more. Oh, I'm sorry, Bones. Go ahead. I got two things left. All right. The biggest one is. Eddie Reed of the San Francisco 49ers has left the player coalition due to the fact that he's saying the NFL is taking $89 million that they have for, uh, what is it, the breast cancer research and the military Military. service initiatives and putting it towards social justice causes in the NFL. Injustice, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're telling me they're taking – uh, funds away from breast cancer research and putting it on a Colin Pumpernickel social justice bullshit. That's what every Eddie Reed of the 49ers says. Oh, yeah. So has this been confirmed? It was from... Can't hear you. I can't remember the news okay. source I got it from, right. but so, I read the, I read the right. article. We're, and... we're, we're going to keep y'all updated on this, yep. but before we get... Are you are you done with your... One last part? thing. Okay. One last thing. I just want to say how good it was <clears throat> to see the fist pump and the red shirt on Sunday again. In, uh-huh. in, the, in the PGA. Okay, but he choked on the third round. Dude, he choked in the third round. He went from eight under to five under. No, to three, three under. Three under going in, and he ended up ten under. Okay. If he didn't have a bad I got to give him credit, man. He he came back. He and played he tough. He played he, tough. If he hasn't he played in three he's years. He's a mean motor scooter. Right. For yeah. those of you who don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Tiger Woods. And, uh, yeah, he's so. a mean motor scooter. I never liked him. I but, still don't like Dude, he's good. But he's, he's good. good. He's, he's, he, he's great. He's actually not good. He's great. Right. What did Roddy Dangerfield say about uh, golf courses? I don't know. The biggest waste of real estate there is. Oh, oh that was a good movie, up. too, man. Caddy Shut Caddy. up. Right out of Caddy That's Caddy. not fun. Hey, I hear my executive producer laughing about that. That ain't fucking funny. I right. play golf. Right right before we, yeah, Matt, before you we wanna... get to your what? You got no, more? No, no, no. Okay. Before we get to your uh, rapid fire, I want to give a big shout out to somebody in our studio right now. He's actually a YouTube channel um, in Ocean Springs. His name is Nick Pauly G. Nick Pauly Nick. G, what's up, brother? Welcome to the show. We're going to have you on the show here in, a, in about an hour or so. So uh, we're looking forward to that, but we're glad you're hanging out with us, man. Good to have you. Good we're to have we're you. looking have forward you. to it. Great to And uh, he's got a great message, guys. He's uh, fighting for the awareness of DIPG. And most of you know that uh, Sophia Myers passed away uh, about a month ago uh, from that terrible disease. And uh, there's been several children diagnosed with DIPG on the Gulf Coast. Uh, and uh, we want to start bringing uh, awareness uh, to this. And I think that there's a YouTuber that we're, we want to get the attention of. Um, uh, Nick, what's his name? Logan Paul. Logan Paul, man, you need to be listening Logan, to this. Listen up. And uh, so, uh, at least uh, if you don't tune in tonight, uh, get in touch with us or get in, in touch with Nick Pauly G on his YouTube channel. And, uh, um, you know, we're going to do what we can to help him out as well. So, uh, we're going to take a commercial break, folks. We'll be right back. So, don't touch that dial. Coming back to Maverick. Yes, we're coming back to Maverick. Here's to the crazy ones. The misfits, the rebels, 
the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them, because they change things. They push the human race forward. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Dear Hardware, you drag us out of bed every morning and keep us awake at night. The aches and pains remind us just how real you are. You push us to the limits. Every day, you pose new challenges. But we rise to all of them. We are Vito, Sprinter, and Sitan from Mercedes-Benz Vans. Now with not percent APR representative on all Vito models. Vehicles must be registered by the 30th of September, 2014. Visit mbvans.co.uk for details. Business users only. Not percent APR representative on higher purchase only. Minimum 20% deposit of list price plus VAT on the total transaction price. Maximum term 36 months. Finance subject to status at Mercedes-Benz Finance UK. It was at this moment that Nathan knew he fucked up. Welcome back to Smoking Aces Live. I am Stickman, one-fourth of the assholes here in Ocean Springs. And you are listening to our rapid-fire section. That's where we get to bitch for about 30 minutes and really set the stage to allow our callers to have some subjects to talk about. And Maverick, you're up, buddy. I only have one thing. It's one? Me. Yeah, one. it's one what? thing. It's what the hell? One thing, and then, you know, I can ride the coattails of everybody else. But the one thing I have is when you get suspended by the NFL – and they don't carry it out for a future date or and or the next season. I think that's bullshit who? is re- reference to the Gronk from the New England oh, Patriots. Oh, that was a bad hit. He gave that was a, a vicious hit. elbow on replay. You can see it over and over. There's no doubt about it, but they automatically go to an appeal, which I think is bullshit. The Did pay- they get him for targeting? No. No, no, no target. He he just he threw a he threw, threw an elbow a vicious just, head. He, he went down and boom. Yeah, right? yeah. He, he, he did it deliberately. It wasn't his body wasn't going into it. He did it deliberately. It's a patriot patri- thing. And he's one of my favorite players. But yet my, I my man that. Zeke gets suspended for something he didn't do. Well, right. or he came in. What, right, what so I'm right. getting at, what I'm getting at, he should be some su- suspended immediately, immediately for the next game, not. Well, he can, they, they can appeal, though, right? Well, they, they, the appeal goes automatically. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, he, he, what, what, is he, what is he appealing? Yeah, he's appealing something that they don't decide on for six or seven weeks. Then the season's already over. No, but then it should carry over to the... the what it's the, doing, the, it's carrying season. over, and I don't agree with that. But it's not something that it's they, evidence. they think he might have done or anything. Right. No, it's, it's black and white. It's, it, 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 it's, it's on be, film. It, right, it needs to be handled right then and there. Right. He Already, they laid down the suspension. But it's an automatic appeal. It wasn't like he said, I didn't do it. He's evident and right. apologized that he did do it. So it should be immediately sent to the next team. That's another union. Right. But it's bullshit. Union thing. It's yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. He did something very vicious. He could have put somebody else's life in danger with some of that move to the neck, 
spine, anything, now, and it was bad. You talk about the neck, uh, that Steeler yeah. that uh, is now, uh, they think he might is be he paralyzed. paralyzed. Wow. He's still paralyzed. Yeah, yeah he he's, was, he's, he's, he's in very bad shape. Yeah. And I, I didn't even, that wasn't a hit or anything. He just hit the person wrong. He, he I think. went, he went head first, not shoulder. And he, he pretty much caused his own injury. Yes. That's, that's, well, that's terrible. But I, I think it's the Patriot thing. So I'm trying to remember <clears throat> the name of the player that got fined for yelling at his coach on the sideline. Mm-hmm. And he was like, wait, what are you talking about? I get fined for yelling at my coach at the sideline. And Tom Brady went at it with his offense coordinator, like, right. like almost fist to cut right, the side. Right. Nothing. Look at the. Nothing. But it all NFL. comes down to money. money. Yeah, that's NFL. all it comes yeah. down to. Yeah. All right. So my turn with rapid fire. Go ahead. So Sick this man. fucktard Laval Ball, Lavar Ball, what an idiot. And he's a, an, another example of a uh, prodigy parent that decides instead of holding his son responsible for committing theft in China. He decides to go against UCLA because UCLA suspended him indefinitely after the, the, the you know, Trump saved his ass in China from getting big time. He saved his yeah, ass 10 years in prison. So this fucktard says, you know what, son, it's all right. You've done enough time. How about we just pull you out of UCLA? So it doesn't say, no, you're going to be held accountable. You're going to go to school. You're going to graduate. You're going to get a degree because you may not be able to play basketball like a real father should do. Right. And he just says, no, it's all about the money. We're going to go over to Europe and sell shoes over there. So why does the kid just say, screw you, Dad? I want to play at UCLA. Because he's under his thumb. Money. He's he, under his thumb. Right. He and he, he's scared yep. to death. I'm sorry. He, he doesn't no, no, have a relationship with his father where it's a mutual respect, aired to death of him, so he folded like an old, he, rusty but LeVar, chair. But LeVar says that, okay, he got suspended and everything. They shouldn't have been suspended because the charges were dropped in, in China. So they were dropped. He still did what he did and defaced UCLA. They and were the dropped story. because of the president. That's Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. And oh, but he didn't give him a ride home in the Air Force no, One. Right, right, right. Come on. So, but, but the whole, what I'm, I guess the point I'm trying to make is here's an opportunity. This cat knows how to get the media's attention. Because every game he's up there, he's getting interviewed, he's getting on Fox News, he's getting on all these fucking opportunities to be able to hold his son accountable and, 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 and you know, have him be held accountable and learn a lesson. But instead, he takes the high road. And then on top of that, what he does is he says, I don't care. He's been punished enough, hadn't he? He's full of negativity. And the press loves that. But the bad thing about it is his other son that plays for the Lakers fucking sucks. He, he, yeah, he but blows. You know, somebody's trying to take care of that. Magic Johnson's taking care of that. There's a uh, spot off off the floor, kind of sort of in, in the walkway there, where all the parents and relatives and friends of the players hang out, and they uh-huh. get interviewed, this, that, and the other thing. Magic, Magic Johnson put, put out word that there will be no interviews conducted <clears throat> In that area anymore. So LeVar Ball, if he's at the game, he's just got to stand there like every other parent and can't be in the game. He loses by 15 minutes right. of fame. Absolutely. See, and so not at the game You know what? And that's, so he's exploiting his son Absolutely. for the purpose of being able to get his 15. And here, here's the thing. You know, um, some of the NBA recruiters, and more, I don't know whether you know this or not, but some of the NBA recruiters, I was watching Sports Center this morning, and uh, they said that this kid from UCLA, his son, is not on any of the recruiters' radar, not even on the expanded list. That's how bad he sucks. Well, he's certainly not now. That just makes sense. He's, right. He's he's not among the he, elite. He made a mistake somewhere, and and what happens if that team travels, uh, let's say Spain, 
goes right. to Spain and this kid decides, well, he's a young man, decides, eh, I want uh, whatever that is on the shelf there and I'm going to take it too. Right. You know, it's it's sad, but. And these are sunglasses that they stole. I think. Handbags. And handbags. Yeah, they went to like three different stores. I mean, there's some dumb shit. Not one store. They did three different stores. They're they're idiots. They were doing their Christmas shopping. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were probably stealing for the dad. Duty free. Duty free. The dad dad put the order in. Wouldn't it be be fucked up if that's what happened? The dad actually put the... He's like, man, you go ahead. I got a criminal record. I'm a convicted felon, so you go ahead and do it. Was was dad there? Was he... he, I don't don't know if he was in China. Probably I can't stand the dude, so... I don't really want to give him any more attention so but that's uh, just an oversimplification of the whole situation oversimplification wow he's kicking it tonight he's he's fucking wikipedia now yeah he's he's going on that's a a hyphenated word so that doesn't count oversimplification yeah that's not hyphenated it is yeah what what are you wikipedia too oh shit man come on he's he's trying to screw me out of another (laughs) he got the belt he's got the belt that's because he's from the ohio state and you don't know how to spell up there right all right for those who know how to spell championship uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, win the conference. That's right. You didn't win the conference. Oh. Yes, they did too. But I, I do give them this though. Oh yeah, it's a Big Ohio Ten State championship. One, they didn't go out and get arrested for. Oh yes, talk to tell, <laughs> talk to us about that. The two Georgia knuckleheads. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> what do we do? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I got something for this. SEC what? Wait, champions. wait, wait, wait. What do we do when we win the SEC championship? Smoke weed every day. <laughs> yeah, we we go out and smoke weed every day. So these two knuckleheads get busted with what under an ounce? Less than an ounce. Less than an ounce. Two Let, of them running back. One running back, and I can't remember the other game. One's a starter, one's not. All right. Again, what do they do? Smoke weed every day. Yeah. All right. So they'll folks, get, they'll get drafted by the Dolphins. Ooh. <laughs> Ricky Williams. Yeah, you're Ricky Williams. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. So for those of you who are just tuning in, you've just listened to our rapid fire session. And basically what that does, it kind of lays a platform. And you say, Matt, I'm getting messages on Facebook now. Matt, I thought this was a cigar show. You're damn right it's a cigar show. And but we're smoking them. Hell yeah, we're smoking them. So that makes it a damn cigar show. So we don't have to always talk about cigars. That's a unique thing about cigars. We can talk about politics. We can talk about uh, social injustice issues. We can talk about... 79 million. No, 89 million. Yeah, $89 million of the NFL giving away from breast cancer research to give to Colin Popper Nichols, knucklehead, uh, whatever he, I don't even know what the fuck he was talking about. Now he's up for man of the year against Trump in Time Magazine. No, that's so bullshit. That no, no, that, that is. That, I saw that's it. Their two oh, come front on. <laughs> that's their two front runners. Yeah. Man. Hey, come hey, on, look, man. Look, hey, hey, Bones, dummy over here loses the signed copy of The Art of the Deal. He can't find it. He's probably next to you're right. I lost a copy of the sign. How do you lose that? I don't know. It's, no. it's smoking Joe. It's throwing it out. Right, right. Oh, blame it on the, the, the guy that doesn't give you any credit. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're about look. We're about ready to give him some huge credit. We're going to bring him on the show here in a smoking minute. Smoking Joe. Joe from Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. Well, I think it's and, Mike. Uh, Isn't it Mike? No, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm oh, looking at the queue. It says smoking. Oh, Joe. he did call him. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to get. Uh, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to spill the beans. We're going. We're going to surprise some people. Mm-hmm. But in this next half hour coming up, we're going to sit down with the owners. And I mean, damn fine owners, Melanie and Anthony from Ford on Fifth Cigars. And they have one of the most kick-ass cigar shops in the country. 
Yes, Fort on Fifth Cigar, Scottsdale, Arizona. Anthony and Melly, uh, Melanie. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. I always butcher their last name, so I'm going to let them say they share the same passion as we do about cigars, and they are one of the best in the business. From outstanding decor, fabulous customer service, and knowledge of cigars that surpasses Winston Churchill himself. So don't go away because you're not going to miss this very intimate, up close and personal conversation with the owners of Fort on Fifth Cigars. We'll be right back, folks. Drums, please. Little Caesars, home of the $5 hot and ready pepperoni pizza, now has a deep, deep dish pizza with eight crispy caramelized corner slices and even more cheese and pepperoni. So head on down and grab a large for just eight bucks and tell them Alan Varner sent you. They won't know who that is, but as a voice actor, I'm always trying to get my name out there. Check me out at alandoesvoices.com. That's A-L-A-N doesvoices.com. But first, get the new deep, deep dish pizza. It's hot and ready every day from 4 to 8 p.m. for just 8 bucks, only at Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. At participating locations plus tax. Because after dinner, everyone ought to have a cigar. So I tried it. Well, the rest is history. I'm still smoking Stogies. I love it. And he introduced me to something really good. And I know now the next question. Knowing you, uh, being the interviewer that you are, digging in deep all the time, you will say now, what does your wife think about that? Let me ask you something. When my wife's father has introduced me to Stogies, what is she going to say? She's not going to say my father made a mistake because her father never makes a mistake. So therefore, it is okay. I can smoke stogies around her. I can smoke stogies in my house. First of all, because her father introduced me to stogies. And second of all, because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. I smoke my stogie anywhere I want. I don't have to find a hideout place like you. is live of course i am Stickman, and i am joined by the other assholes bones maverick and mort and you know before we get to our guests because they have been pleasantly patiently waiting in the queue in our green room where we do have sushi we have crystal champagne we have a whole bunch of food our youtuber over there is mashing on and uh, so we hope he's enjoying it in the green room so uh, but I don't know who this caller is, and let's let, let's take this call. So, area code two two eight three three four. You're live on Smoking Aces. Oh, never mind. They hung up. <laughs> I guess would have been live. Yeah, they, they would have been live. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. So, uh, we we'll do Smoking Joe in a bit. Let's uh, let's bring Anthony and Melanie in. 
and because they they he's not here, so okay. uh, they um, they've been waiting patiently. So Anthony, welcome to Smoking Aces Live Radio. Uh, what's going on, my friend? Not much, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing freaking fabulous. Right? We can hear you perfect. Good. So you're you are live with the Ashholes, and uh, here's what I, here was my thought process on this thing. Um, I, you know, I okay. met, I had the pleasure and honor to meet you at IPCPR in Vegas this year. And, um, I didn't get a chance to tell you about the radio show because it was just in the back of my mind. We were thinking about doing one. We ended up launching October 10th. We were just, a uh, just a smidgen away in nine weeks away from 10 million downloads on YouTube. I mean, YouTube, iTunes. So I wanted to, to be you guys to be the first cigar shop that we interviewed uh, because of everything that you do out there. So do me a favor. Pretend that nobody knows about you, which is next to impossible. But pretend nobody knows about you and tell us all about Ford on Fifth Cigars. Okay. <clears throat> so Ford on Fifth, um, basically, if you follow us on IG, we just announced that essentially we signed our lease on it a year ago. So... We took over the shop a year ago, but the shop is historic for Arizona. Um, it is the oldest tobacco shop in the state of Arizona. So lots of history. Um, the original name of the shop was Ford and Hague. Um, so we had to modify it a little bit when we took over. But as legend and history goes, John Ford, the legendary film director, uh, started it. And, you know, there's been a couple of ownership changes throughout the history of it. But it's been right down in the old part of Scottsdale and Old Town for um, since really 1958. Uh, and it's moved around in a couple shops in that area, but we're in the historic part. And Mel and I, my wife, um, and she's here too, so we're both on spe- on my phone speaker. So she'll chime in in just a second. But uh, that's, awesome. that's kind of the story. I mean, that's how we got underway on it. Uh, and we can get into it a bit more if you want, but I've been in the business myself personally for over a decade now, and then Mel joined me, um, gosh, five, five, five years ago. Yeah, five years ago on the cigar side of things. All right. So that's a little bit about us. Oh, that's awesome, Melanie. We want a big shout out to you. And I don't. Let me ask you a question. How do you put up with that big fellow with that big beard over there? <laughs> it's more like, how does he put up with me? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, boy. Who wears the pants in that family? Oh, well, I know who wears the pants. And I'm sure it's Melanie. And uh, that's, look, that's the politically correct answer, right? Anthony Melanie wears the pants. Oh, 100%. Anytime somebody asks me, you know, to make a decision in the shop, I'm like, I'm going to have to ask the boss about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you, um, your customers out there are, of course, because of the the climate and, and everything that's going on over there in Scottsdale, I'm sure it's different than here on the Gulf Coast. So what kind of uh, blends do you feature? Do you, is there anything that you see more prevalent over there than you do see on the East Coast? Um, tell us a little bit about your inventory. It's mm, a good question. Um, you know, with Arizona, we've got pretty good temps year-round. Uh, our season is really October to like May as far as it being really ideal weather. And when we're saying ideal weather in Arizona, that means, you know, most of the time the days are, you know, 70 to 80 out, you know, the nighttime gets a bit cooler, but we've got a lot of tourists coming in from the north, uh, north, northern part of the United States and from Canada. So for us, um, the way that we kind of like to separate our humidor 
is we try to have kind of like a 60-40 um, mixture. And what I mean by that is we got about 40% of what I like to call a heritage or traditional blends, right? So your Macanudo, your Monte Cristo, um, Ashton, Fuente, Padron, you know, things that are very recognizable to Canadians, U.S. citizens. Anybody that's coming off the streets going to probably have one of those names in their head. Uh, and then the other 60% is what Mel and I have been passionate about and really a lot of my career has been spent doing, which is focusing on boutiques that we think just kick ass. You know, there's a lot of fantastic mm-hmm. boutiques that we get really excited about. And so we kind of craft that. And then from there, you know, it's really up to our customers to kind of help guide us. You know, where the sales take us uh, is kind of where we go. It's been pretty interesting to watch. You know, some brands that we thought were going to be, you know, knockout winners were just okay. And then some that we thought, we're going to be a struggle have been fantastic for us. So it's always kind of a journey right. that way, but that's kind of right. how and we I, approach it. Right. And I noticed that you, we have something in common. We both love black label trading company and you guys are about ready to do an event. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So our shop, because of its location, in old Scottsdale, it's kind of small. So we've got about a thousand square feet, so we don't have a huge lounge space, but right now it's the perfect time of year where we got overflow from outside and inside. So this is actually probably really kind of like our third third, event. third actual formal event, just because it's taken us wow. a while to kind of build out the space inside where we could accommodate people. A lot of it's okay. just been more like happy hour type things. So this is a full-on proper style event uh, that the industry is pretty familiar with. We got James Brown coming into town, which is awesome. He's fantastic. He's the owner of Black Label. He said um, it was the one that really encouraged us to go forward with the store, too. Yeah, actually, that's a funny story. So last year, the picture that Mel put up on Instagram, actually, where she's, like, hugging the door and saying we've been there for about a year, that was actually taken a couple of days prior, and that was when James Brown was in town, and we were still repping for him for Black Label Trading Company. And we showed him the spot and showed him what we were thinking and kind of unveiled our plans, and he was super supportive and really encouraging of the whole thing. So this is kind of a a homecoming for him too after a year to come back and see our shop and where we've taken it. Yeah. And, um, we were, we had, uh, after prior to that, we haven't really told anyone this story, but prior to that picture being taken what that I had posted on my Instagram. Um, so last year we had dinner with James Brown and I said, James, it would be really cool if one day we opened a shop and you made us a store exclusive. And he was like, I really can't do that because of the FDA. And I was like, oh, you can do anything for us. And <laughs> I was like, you're going to have to. That is typical Mel Mel right this is, there. That, this is so me. I was like, no, you're going to have to do anything for us. I'm like, what you'll have to do is come up with a blend before before whatever the FTA says and right. and then just make it for us. And he's like, hmm. And that's kind of what happened with our uh, deliverance blend that we came out right when our, our store opened that was done by, and, by James. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. So uh, uh, here's, here's read between the lines on this. If a truck magically comes by my shop and it accidentally drops off a box of those deliverance, we would greatly appreciate that. You can invite us there. Or, or you can invite us there and we'll come down there and we'll do a show live right from your shop. That would be awesome, too. Hey. Um, that would be fantastic as well. 
All right, let me ask you more because we sold out of the first Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, we I know. We sold out of the first run. So oh, you the did? Next round, next what? round for sure. Yeah, we sold nice. out of them like super quick. But we, I think we might have some hiding. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say, say that, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Right, right. Okay, okay. So let me ask you, uh, Melanie, what is your favorite blend with the Black Label Trading Company? Mine is the Last Rides. Oh, you know, I love again, MBKs. That, yeah, those MBKs, they're okay. Now, the Killer B, I like as well. I like the Killer B. I don't know what it was. MBK made me fall in love. Like, that's what kind of uh, made me, like, kind of move over to um, Black Label. I don't know what it was. I just was like, I love this cigar. Okay. What All is right. it and about Anthony, that cigar that I like? Uh, I wish I knew. Uh, Anthony, what what's your favorite blend? <laughs> uh, you know, my favorite blend, I've been a big fan of Bishop's Blend and Santa Muerta. Both of them, you know, are kind of different yeah. sticks, obviously, but they just have the right flavor profile for me. I'll say the one that I'm super excited about more than really kind of anything that I've had in this lineup, though, and I've only had one. He gave me one at the show. It was uh, Serpent and Rainbow. Yeah, and Serpent and Rainbow. That's an upcoming. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I let it rest. I think I let it rest for about a month. And I smoked it. And it was phenomenal. So that's definitely a release that I'm really excited about. I wasn't but, special okay. enough to get that. That's true. Not even yeah, I got no. one of those. So I like that on that. <laughs> but Anthony, uh, being the good husband that I know that you are, I'm sure you passed it on to her. I don't nope. think he did. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. He did either. Not. Did not. Sounds no. like that guilty. He's like, uh, for him. No. Right. Right. All right. So um, let me ask you, let me ask you something else. Now, this is off BLTC, but um, I want to ask you, Anthony, what do you think about Caldwell's new, new uh, release coming soon, if it's not already out, the hit and run? Have you smoked that one yet? Oh, we love that one. Yeah. It's I was actually really uh, – yeah, for us, it we, we got a shipment in in the first wave of it, and we actually just got the A format of it in. And it's a really solid blend. I like it. It's different than a lot of their other stuff in some respects. But for me, it really hit the palate right. Um, and actually, the the truth or the T, they keep on changing, like, what they call it, depending on. But the other, you know, the other collaboration stick, both of those, I think, are really solid. I would say right. the hit and run is going to be in the running for um, one of my top ten of the year for me. Ooh. Yeah, it's definitely Ooh. a really. Yeah, it, it was, I really love that cigar. It's a good smoke. Anthony, this is Maverick coming at you. Um, what's your go-to stick in your shop? And um, give us a number you smoke per day. <laughs> well, that's a good question, Maverick. Um, for us. Or for me, gosh, I would say actually probably one of my go-tos right now, and there's just something about it. Uh, I like the High Clear Castle a lot from Foundation. I just – it's you know, Yeah, yeah, from Foundation Cigar Company. You know, it's different, right? It's a Connecticut, but there's strength to it. There's a great sweetness to it, creamy profile. But golly, you know – whether it's, you know, early in the morning or later in the day, I, that stick just always seems to hit the spot. 
So I've squirreled a couple of those away for myself because um, we went through our first shipment pretty dang quick on those. Uh, but right. I've been enjoying that. Now, uh, Maverick, what was the second part of that question? Is Blake done how many, it? How many a day? Oh, how many a day? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to say, you know, on my average day at the shop, I probably get through two, maybe three. Just because once you get going in the shop, things just seem to take off from you. And you know, you're talking, you're putting it down, you're doing, you know, packaging or helping out customers. And then you uh, pick it back up, light it up again. So I think I only get through maybe two or three a day. How many do you get through, Mel? Oh, hold, hold, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Something's, something's, something's amiss here because I'm either not talking enough or I'm not treating my customers right because I get through five, six, seven, sometimes eight a day. And Anthony, I'll tell you, my, you know, this year was my first IPCPR because I've owned the shop for a year now. And uh, when I, my first day at IPCPR, I went through 17 cigars. I couldn't even talk. Oh, man. Was, oh yeah. my gosh. That is insane. This IPCPR, I brought my own cigars. <laughs> See, and, and right. one of the things, one of the things that I have a problem with with these reps that I, I or actually not reps, but the reality of everybody handing you a, a, a stick to try. By the time you've gone through two or three, your palates burn out, and it doesn't even give you, you. They don't even give you a minute for your palate to rest to be able to. Uh, to be able to give somebody an honest review of what the cigar is like, man. Cause I mean, <laughs> damn it, boy, I was in that, I was there. And by the time I hit lunchtime, I was on my like ninth cigar, man. Everybody's like, here, try this, here, try this, here, try this. Um, uh, same thing happened oh, to you, yeah. Anthony. It does. But you know, having been a rep before in the industry and been to the show, you know, a few times, like, the it's thing, like our sixth show or it's, yeah, it's like our fifth or sixth one now. Uh, probably like my seventh actually. Yeah. But I was turning sticks away. Well, you know, the thing that I've learned over oh, the years that I've always Melanie. said, you know. Melanie. That's terrible. Wow. Melanie. 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 I, I, I pack my own cigars for the show. Mel- Melanie's Let- a snob. I'm no, not a I- snob. I am not a snob. I, I don't want to burn my palate out. I want to, I want to like, wait. I have to have got- a good idea of what I want. I won't uh, be told okay. by the, um by the excitement of the sticks. I want to wait and then decide. <laughs> you yeah. know? Did you really just say that? Melanie, do you have your own um, little humidor at home? Or do you um, rifle well, um, I... rifle your mans? <laughs> wait, wait, come on. I, look, I... This is, wait, this is an age-appropriate show. Now, come on. That was a good question. <laughs> you mean, does she go well, through his think... That's what I think I meant. Well, we just got I I do have my own little like uh, coolador now. We got rid of our humidor um, because it, I didn't like how it looked. <laughs> Typical milk. Uh, are you kidding me? I didn't me? like how it looked. Yeah, I got rid of it. Uh, hey, Anthony, this is Bones. I got a couple of questions for you. I I I caught yeah, the part where you talked about the first half of the name Ford. But Ford on Fifth, does it just happen to be on Fifth Avenue or Fifth Street? Is that where the other part of it is? Uh, yeah, like? absolutely. Yeah, the second part of it. So when we when we had to change the name, we wanted to keep it. Um, you know, we wanted to keep the Ford part. We wanted to keep a historical aspect of it in there. So then, yeah, you're exactly right. We just went with historical and geographical. We happen to be on Fifth Avenue down there, so it became Ford on Fifth or F Five. So. Okay. 
it's uh, that's, wanna, that's the other half of that. Um, you really don't sound like you're from that part of the country. Where are you originally from, or are you from there? Uh, you know, actually, I am from. Uh, I'm from the West Coast. I was born in California. Uh, grew up in Washington State. After that, for a handful of years, and then lived in Arizona for the most part. But uh, when I was working for um, the manufacturers, I actually moved out to Texas for. Well, we were out there for about a year and a half. So I've spent some time, you know, a little more centralized. But by and large, we're Arizona. Now, my wife, she's actually from Canada. So I call her my little illegal. But, um, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. She's from where? Canada. Canada. Did you say Canada? Hmm. Canada. Uh huh. <laughs> Anyway, so you're, you're really for, go ahead, go ahead, Mark. I got a quick question. This is Mark. What's the key to a successful shop? Ooh, that's a good question. That's a super good question. And honestly, I think every shop, different and i'm not using that to pan it off but I'll, I'll say this i think the one unifying factor that makes for a good start at any shop and will help sustain a shop um at least through all the travels i've seen and something that we try to apply at ours is having a staff that you know genuinely cares about the product and is excited to be there with the customers you know i've seen some massively ornate great shops throughout you know the states that i've worked and they were great but you know they just didn't have the personalities there and so the shops just always did okay but then you go to some of these shops that'd be almost more of a hole in the wall or you know a neighborhood shop and they'd be bumping and crushing it and it always had to do with the type of staff that they had you know if they had the right staff of guys who loved what they did loved the sticks that's going to make for a great shop I agree with you 1,000%. My biggest focus here, Anthony, is customer service. And anybody on the Gulf Coast will tell you, I mean, we only have four shops on the Gulf Coast, one in Mobile, my shop here in Ocean Springs, one in Biloxi, Mississippi, and then one in Pass Christiane. And hands down, and I'm not tooting my horn, I mean, Maverick, am I telling the truth? Absolutely. I mean, without a doubt, it's about customer service. It's about, you know, when somebody walks in the door, they love it when they know your name, when, when you know their name. They love it when you know it's their birthday. They love it when you know they can come up to you and say, Matt, you know, you know what I like. Pick, pick something out. So I agree with you 1,000%. Yep. And I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, I'm nobody to give any props because I'm a nobody, but you guys are kicking ass and taking names. And uh, I, I love it. Now, I got one last question for you, and I'm going to have you guys stick around because we actually we may have somebody that you know, and I'm actually getting ready to smoke his cigar, and I wanted you to get yeah, I wanted to get your opinion about it. Now, La Aurora came out uh, uh, of the show. They came out with the uh, DNA. It's Anduyo Tobacco, and it is probably one of the one of my top five cigars. Have you smoked the DNA yet? You know. I have not actually smoked that one yet. You need to get so, that in your shop. And I may just have the person that can get it in your shop, Nate McIntyre. I think he's now he's been promoted. I think he's like 
I think he's like president of of Nicaragua or something, but he's actually in the queue. He's coming on. <laughs> you guys, but uh, I, I love Percy Ray. Percy Ray. What? Awesome. Yeah, we love Nate. We love oh, Nate. Okay. Mel's a big fan of his uh, Percy Ray cigar. Oh, uh, you know the what cigar? Oh, Percy oh, Ray. oh. Percy Ray. He's it goes back to Cubanacon days. Oh, he's yeah. in trouble. Oh, he's a, he's a, he's damn sure in trouble. He, he, I'm sure he's gritting his teeth right now. I've never heard of this cigar, and that's terrible. So uh, uh, I'm going to take that it's up. It's the best cigar ever. Okay. Thank it's you, Melanie, for the information. Ah, okay. All right. So, Melanie, have you smoked the DNA yet? No, not yet. Okay. Well, you got to get it in the shop, and uh, I'm going to see what kind of – I don't have any strings to pull because I can't even reach my shoelaces, but uh, we're going to try to uh, – we're going to try to maybe see if we can get you some over there. Maybe we'll send you some to let you try. I don't have any – wait. Well, no, no, no. I don't well, – no, shut up, guys. I don't even have any shoelaces today. Remember, I wore a shirt and tie. loafers. I wore a shirt and tie today. He wore um, tassels. Oh, uh, so fancy. Yeah, well, we have well, – yeah. Anyway, so I'm going to leave you guys in the queue. Listen in. I'm going to probably bring you back in when we bring Nate on. Hey, guys, you guys rock it. You guys are awesome. You're rock stars in the cigar retail industry, and I'm honored to be able to call you friend. Thanks, guys. So we're honored to have you guys. Thank you so much. All right, Thank you guys you. hang in there. Don't go, in the, don't go anywhere. Stay in the queue. Um, what, man, what's super people, man? Yeah. I mean, they just, they're, they're, they're just awesome. Friendliness beyond, you know, and so you can imagine with that humbleness and with that, um, you know, the the passion that they share and how it carries over. They're staying excited, absolutely. And and she's a ball of laughs. I mean, Facebook, (laughs) she's always uh, got energy. She's buzzing around all over the place, and she's always post. I don't even know how they have time to post all the time on Facebook, but I mean, I could certainly learn from them and. Hopefully we'll gain a relationship with them. We can go out and do a show from their shop. That'd be awesome. That would be wonderful. That would be pretty pretty kick ass. So um, we're gonna take a. You want to take a commercial break? Or you want to take a call? Let's take a call. Call. Right. We're on uh, fire. All right. So let's say yeah. We're on what? We're on fire. We're on fire. 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 What? No two two eight numbers. Oh wait a minute. Do I have? The, oh no, I don't have oh. the the roof. Wait a minute. Maybe I do. Do I have the roof? The roof. The roof. You're going to no. push all kinds of buttons. No, no. I'm going to push all kinds of buttons. I end up disconnecting them. Stay away from them. the buttons on the board. Don't yeah, yeah. I've got to stay away from buttons on the board. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> cat hair. Cat, cat hair. hair. Pays yeah. to smoke the best. Yeah, that's right. It pays <laughs> to smoke the best. So anyway, folks, we're going to take a commercial break, and we're going to come back with Nate McIntyre. He is the president of Nicaraguan La Roche. I, I think he's the national sales marketing director awesome. for La Roche. Whoever he, whatever his freaking title is, he's badass. He'll announce it, and yeah, I'm sure he'll tell me. So we're gonna we're gonna come back with uh, uh, Nate McIntyre from La Aurora. We're gonna take a commercial break. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
And now it's time for another Cigar 101. Cigar Etiquette. There is a ton of information out there on proper cigar etiquette. Quite frankly, most of it's ridiculous. This is America. You paid for the cigar, do whatever you like. Within reason, that is. We've all heard the same nagging arguments. Remove the band. Don't remove the band. Don't bite the cap. Never light a cigar that's two-thirds smoked. Wait at least 15 minutes between cigars. Only use a butane lighter. Don't dunk your cigar in whiskey or cognac. Who really cares? Unless you're trying to impress someone, that's one thing. But truthfully, anything goes. You don't let people tell you how to eat your sandwich cookies, do you? When lighting a cigar, use a lighter. Use matches. Use an unscented candle. Use whatever gets the job done. As long as it's no harm to you or others, it's a perfectly acceptable method. The same rules apply for cutting a cigar. The standard family of cutters were great, but in a pinch, there are a plethora of other options. Biting. A pocket knife. I've even seen a guy use a ballpoint pen, though I wouldn't recommend it. Some methods may be messier than others, but as long as you cut above the shoulder to prevent the cigar from unraveling, the end result is still the same. And if you like to dip your cigars in whiskey or cognac, who am I to tell you that's wrong? If you like the taste, dunk away, my friend. Don't get me wrong, I don't encourage blowing smoke in people's faces, breaking laws, or anything similar of the sort. But if you're within the realm of reason, throw out the pompous rules of etiquette and do what you like. Cigars are for enjoyment, so stop worrying about whether you're doing it right and just enjoy your cigars. Smoking Angels Radio. Of course, I am Stickman, and you are joined with the other assholes, Maverick, Mort, and Bones. And we just had one hell of a conversation with Melanie and Anthony. And you know what? I forgot to get to pronunciation. Pronunci- pronunciation. Nah, it's only five syllables. Damn it. And uh, uh, I, I don't. I'm not even going to try. Can Can Telmo? I, I know that's wrong. So I'm going to bring them back in here in a minute. Um, before we get to Nate, uh, I want to bring on Smoke and Joe because, you know, one of the big things that we do here is we really, really support other local businesses. And what he is doing at Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers is just freaking phenomenal because he puts all the other used car, you know, because the, the, there's a synonymous opinion. Synonymous, damn it. There is a synonymous opinion about used car dealers. And, you know, they don't have a great opinion. They're like uh, public pretenders or public defenders. Lawyers. But, uh, you know, lawyers. And no disrespect to all my lawyer clients. And uh, we, I love you. But um, the reality of it is what Joe does and the way he cares for his customers and the way Brian and Mark take care of and run that business is absolutely phenomenal. So I want to bring him in. Uh, Smoking Joe, welcome to Smoking Aces Live. What's going on, my friend? Yo, yo, stick man. What's up? What's up, my man? Smoking Joe here. How you guys doing? What's up, What's up brother? Hey, um, do, brother? do me a favor. Tell you, you, you got some news, didn't you? You're getting ready to open your grand opening, right? Tell us a little bit about what yes, you got going man. on. Look, you know, you know, guys, it's uh, like anything else. There's a little bugs here and there trying to get a store open, but we finally got it cleaned up today. We got the signs up. We got the the, the phone systems. 
taken care of. We shot a couple videos for Facebook. Uh, we're rocking and rolling, 45 car trucks and SUVs, uh, 15 years in the business now here on the Gulf Coast, kicking ass, taking names in that order, and helping as many people as we can. Really appreciate you guys for having me on. Oh, no problem, no problem. And what do you do? I mean, Joe, I, I know you, but just in case we have some listeners that don't – Joe, do me a favor. Turn your TV down, please. Mute that TV. Yeah, on. All right, I appreciate that. Um, but do me a favor. Tell us what you do differently than any – what what sets you apart at Mississippi Coast, Coast Auto Broker? You know, I just found that if you treat people the way you want to be treated, you know, and the car business has been here over 100 years. People have been getting lied to and cheated and misled, and they're fed up with that shit. And so was I. So I found okay. out if you just treat people right, you know what I mean? They uh, they react in kind, and they appreciate being treated like they want to be treated. It's simple. Right. simple. Right. And I agree. I agree with you 1,000%. So, folks, if you're looking for a car, please, Mississippi Coast Auto Brokers. And, Joe, I actually have a surprise for you. I got Mark Holmes on the line, and he wants to say hello. <laughs> Mark, what's going on, my friend? <laughs> oh, not a whole bunch. How about a smoking Joe? Yeah. Uh, hey, Mark, do me a favor. You know, I mean, I know pers- I know Joe personally. I haven't had the pleasure and honor to meet you yet. But uh, I love what you guys are, are about out there. But uh, tell us why you guys are different from everybody else. We know what Joe thinks. I want to hear it from the boss's yeah. lips. <laughs> guys, what, what makes us different is, is it's more than just selling a car to people out there. When we sell cars, we want to make them part of our family. We're not interested in, you know, making us millionaires. We're out to make a living like a normal human being, you know. Go go into work, work six days a week and bust our behinds. And, and we're really out there to give the customer the best deal we can possibly give them. We don't have the overhead that these big stores have. We don't, you know, we're not looking to retire off of one deal we want to be there for your husband your wife your mama your daddy your kids when they grow up that's what we're here for we're more than just a you know pre-owned store we're here for the long haul we want to we want to help generations not just one person that's phenomenal we want to do me a favor uh, i'm sorry go ahead i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead no you're fine go ahead uh, do me a favor. I want you to, we've got about a minute left before I got to get to my next guest, but um, do me a favor. Tell us where to find you, how to find you on Facebook, contact information, and how people can get in touch with Joe. All right. Uh, we got three stores now. We just opened our third one. The, the address on the new one is 10144 7th Avenue in Deaverville, Mississippi. Phone number 228 11:30. We have two stores in Gulfport to help with any needs there. Uh, 9210 Highway 49 and 1147 Highway 49. And guys, we we can we can get anything anybody's looking for. Anything. We are auto brokers for a reason. We're not just going to sell you what's on the lot. If it's something that you want, it's pink, purple, yellow. And we need to ship it to California. We need to ship it to New York. We have the capabilities to do all that. 
That sounds phenomenal. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show, Mark. And Smoking Joe and Mark, you guys stay in the queue. And we'll get back to you in a little bit if you have some questions for us. But thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. We're going to take a very short break. We're going to come back with Nate McIntyre from La Aurora Cigars. So, folks, hey, don't go nowhere now. You've invested an hour and a half. You might as well hang with us. Yeah. <laughs> I had a brain. I had a brain for it. Anyway, we'll be right back, folks. for lunch chalk dust did your face storm a sandcastle did your mouth cannonball into a barrel of mothballs you're being awfully quiet is that because your mouth feels like the business end of a dremel saw is it because your mouth just wrote a haiku and all 17 syllables were dry heaves do you even listen to your mouth because right now your mouth thinks its biological parents are a half sheet of 80 grit sandpaper and a box of fish food you're so parched you know it i know it the entire radio knows it just admit it you want a mountain dew your mouth feels like it just inhaled the insides of a punching bag, and the only remedy is that neon green potion. Right now, your mouth could be tongue-bathing in the refreshing citrus kick of Mountain Dew. Instead, it feels like you've been motorboating King Tut's sarcophagus. What was that? Was that your parched mouth crying for help, or a porcupine making whoopee with a cardboard box? Wrong. It's your mouth. Show some mercy. Crack open a nice cold Mountain Dew. <sighs> you know your mouth wants you to. Do the dew. This is for you. Like a small boat on the ocean, sending big waves into motion. Like how a single word can make a heart open. I might only have one match, but I can make an explosion. All right, folks, welcome back to Smoking Aces Live, and I am Stickman. And, yes, you know, I, I, you know, Mav, i tell you something. I just got a Facebook message, and they say, Matt, man, we love your show, but you're all over the freaking place. You get, you got cigar guests, and you got a used car dealer, and then you got this, and you got a lawyer. But that's what's so great about this show, because you never know what to freaking expect. We're coming at you in every different direction there is. Every angle. Every angle. Every angle. Bones, what do you think? I'm all for it. Make make it different. I agree. Make it different. I agree. What do you what are you doing over there? It's like trigonometry. What were you doing? Were you just I was just doing chilling. a cigar pose or something? Oh, okay. I see how it is. Trigonometry. We had to keep everybody all kinds entertained of different in all different angles. Oh. Right. Just like Mort said. We had to keep everybody in taint. Bones, 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 bones. Geometry, geometry, not trigonometry. Yeah. I don't even geometry. know. I can't even spell trigonometry. I don't even know what it is. I don't either. All right. So you guys want to uh, bring the, the guest of the year in? Uh, bring the guest bring on. Let's have him on. Nate, the house. All right. Uh, Nate, welcome to the show, my friend. Are you there? Hey, guys. How are you? I'm doing absolutely yeah, wonderful. How are you? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Awesome. awesome. So, yeah, hey, dude, listen. Doing great. Uh, hanging out here in Dallas-Fort Worth for the, uh, for the week. Oh, I got a bone to pick with you. Okay. 
Uh, what about this Percy cigar? How come I've not? So, I haven't well, gotten before a you. Before you head on your. Before you get on your uh, moral high horse, let me explain to you the definition of a limited edition from 2015. Uh, I don't have Noah. It depends on what kind of horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell me about this Percy Limited, whatever it is. I mean, it sounds awesome. I mean, Melanie certainly well, loved it. Well, it was it was a great project that I did with uh, with a company that I worked with a couple of years ago. Uh, always intended to be a limited edition. I made about 800 boxes, and uh, they sold out rather quickly. So it was a it was a great project, a lot of fun to do. I did it to honor my grandfather, and uh, we had a lot of fun with it. The 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 reception was awesome, and and for that I'm really thankful. Okay, very nice. Very so there's, nice. No, there's no more going to be made. No, no, it's a, that's what it means when the no, the, it's done. It's done. People say limited edition. No, 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 no. That, uh, Melanie called it a unicorn. So how about that? <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's gone. There are about um, at least as far as I know, there are about ten boxes in my humidor, and that's all that's left. It's okay. not like the Eagles' farewell tour, then. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. Hell, hell doesn't keep freezing over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So um, look, I'm going to tell you something. I got a pretty amazing stick in my hand, and I need your help on telling me about this Anduyo tobacco with this DNA cigar. It is badass, so tell sure. me a little bit about it. Sure. Well, thank you. Well, first of all, to answer your question, my actual title is I'm the marketing coordinator at Miami Cigar. Um, La Aurora is one of our, our, our distribution partners. They have been from, oh, God, way, way back almost to the very beginning of when Miami Cigar was started by Nestor Miranda. Um, right. So that that clears up that clears like up that uh, <laughs> that one question. Like, I feel like an idiot because in my mind I'm thinking Miami and I'm saying La Aurora. I got La Aurora on my no, mind. No, dude, for that's enough. totally fine. Totally fine. No, you're smoking the cigar. I understand why it's on your mind. Um, no, uh, DNA is a a new project that uh, La Aurora released at the trade show this year. Um, they wanted to really highlight uh, some of the. Uh, some of the basic, the original processes that were used hundreds of years ago in the Dominican Republic uh, to manufacture, it's it through a tobacco called Anduyo. And Anduyo is a process in which tobacco is, instead of piled up in pilones and fermented that way, it's actually rolled out in palm leaves. And then what I, I kind of call it pressure tied, it's spiral tied with rope. Uh, and you can And you can see the process uh, at laaurora.com.do. Uh, uh, I believe we've also got a few videos posted at Miami Cigars website uh, and also on our Facebook page at Miami Cigar and Company. You can view it actually being made with our people at our facility. What it does is it takes the tobacco um, a less amount of time to ferment, but it's it's tied up in a way that the, the finished product comes out. It looks like a tree branch. It's like a, I'd say up to about five or six feet long tree branch. And that tobacco traditionally was used, um, you know, throughout the last several centuries. Traditionally, it was used in pipe tobacco. It was used uh, as uh, chewing tobacco. Uh, it's a, the process is a cousin to what we know in America as Louisiana Perique. Uh, very, very oh. similar to that that style. Yeah, it's very similar to that style of tobacco. However, this cigar, what we wanted to do is we wanted to use it as long filler, and that's what makes this cigar so special. Uh, along with a uh, a bouquet of Lejero. There's a lot of Lejero in that cigar. Uh, the Anduyo, the long, the long filler Anduyo, really, really sets it off and gives it a truly unique uh, flavor that really it's it's quite difficult to get in any other cigar that doesn't use tobacco that had this process. But this is the native Dominican tobacco process. This is the, the heritage of Dominican cigar making. And, you know, 
quite frankly, La Aurora started the Dominican cigar business. They're the first Dominican cigar factory, 1903. So what better way to, to show off the DNA of Dominican cigar making than through uh, the DNA of Dominican tobacco? And that is the Andouille right. process. And I learned that at the show, I think you told me that uh, even though it says DNA, it's actually ADNA, or how do you, I can't uh, yeah, say ADNA, it. So ADNA, ADNA, yeah, that's, that's one question that they had on the, you know, a lot of folks had about on the band. It does look like it says ADN, and in Spanish, you say DNA with the initials ADN, it's ADNA. It's just a simple, it's just, a, those are the initials in Spanish. Right, right, right. Okay. So, I, and I, look, we're smoking it now. Mort, what do you think about it? Give, give me a thought. It definitely is unique. I, I really do enjoy it. Is it, it uh, how, how, how is it feeling on your palate? I mean, is it heavy? It's No, it's not very heavy at all. I, it's very enjoyable. I'm okay. just sitting back with that pose. Yeah, with that pose. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what we're going to need our uh, internet camera for to capture all the <laughs> uh, cigar poses you, that you do. Mort, you getting as much pepper as I'm getting? You're getting pepper from yeah, this? That's what it tastes like. Well, Nate, uh, explain to or give us some thought on that. Bones is getting a lot of pepper from it. Well, first of all, first of all, you know, taste is in the palate of the smoker, right? Um, but right. I, I totally agree. I find this to be a fuller bodied, not full strength, but fuller bodied cigar with a lot of spice, especially at the beginning. I, I kind of joke that it begins with a drum solo, but it, but it really is, uh, especially at the light up, it's a not, I mean, you know, a lot of people, they make the mistake when you're tasting cigars of, of equating spicy with harsh. It's not harsh at all. Uh, anybody that knows Manuel Inoa, the master blender over at La Aurora, knows that Manuel knows what he's doing. It's a nuanced, complex cigar with a lot going on. But, yeah, I definitely, I definitely, personally speaking, I definitely experience spice throughout the cigar uh, at, at moderating levels, for sure. And, and the funny thing about it is, and and. I mean, Nate, you you've known me since I started this shop, and uh, I, I believe that I've grown in complexity when it comes to smoking. And I'm not I get a little tiny bit of spice, but um, mm-hmm. I, I can really I really get almost that uniqueness that you get from, let's say, uh, a battleground cigar that or uh, that's uh, the Mysterioso that's made from the St. James Parish because that's the only that's the only place you can get Perique tobacco nowadays, right? In Louisiana, uh, yeah, that St. James. I believe so. I mean, true, true Perique is like true, true bourbon. You know, you only get it from the source. Right, right, right. So, uh, Maverick, what are you getting from? I'm getting a little peppery, just like Bone said, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And it's not the word harsh is not even in my I, mouth. I mean, right, I, I agree. By, by I agree. Means it's, it's nice and smooth. Overwhelming. It's, it's not, nice and smooth. No. I'm enjoying it, and I'm, I'm surprised actually. I, I, yeah. yeah. You know, when I, this was probably, and Nate, I'll tell you this, I don't know whether you knew this or not, but this was probably one of my top three cigars at the show. I no, really, I, I really appreciate that. I enjoyed that much. No, All right, I mean, so the, guy, oh, the guys at La Aurora certainly hit a home, no, the guys at La Aurora hit a home run with it. Um, we are thrilled with the response and uh, just, you know, how people have taken to it because I was a fan the first time I smoked it and it was well back before the trade show. And uh, I'm really, really thankful for how people have taken to it for sure. Right. Now, let me ask you a question. Now, because of uh, the popularity of some uh, radio show in Ocean Springs and you start getting demands for, can your uh, supply meet the demand that we're going to create? Absolutely. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, we've got plenty in the warehouse and the ability to make plenty more. Um, you know, it is a multinational blend, so it's not like we're going heavy on any one single tobacco. La Aurora is known to make a few cigars, uh, so yeah, we're we're doing just fine in terms of production for sure. There is a shop in Arizona. That yeah, well, no, you don't. Yeah, that's well, exactly that's what I was going to say. So that and that's what I was setting it up for. So basically, you've got plenty of supply. Now I'm going to bring uh, Anthony back in from Ford on Fifth. Who now, now, Nate? Are you listening? He does not have the yeah, DNA. Yeah. <laughs> so I know a guy. Anthony, what's going on? Yeah, not much. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing. You hear what he We're said? There's a plethora of supply in his warehouse. He may know a guy that could get a you some DNA. A of supply. Well, <laughs> have him, uh, have him send some out our way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we're 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 very pleased with it. I, I'm, you know, the uh, the way that the way that it's been matriculating out across the field, as Keith Jackson would say back in the day, has been really really fun to watch. Yeah. Now, right. Nate, you almost got the syllable contest award, uh, but that was only five <laughs> syllables. That's pretty yeah, cool. I do what I can. I do what I can. Yeah, seven's the record. So, Anthony, anything you want to ask uh, Nate while we got him on the line? Um, you know, it's, it's been a minute, so it's just good to hear your voice, actually. And say, I hey. know, I know, man. But, it's good uh, to talk to you, for sure. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, definitely, uh, we would love to find out more about that line. Um, I, I mean, golly, I think the last time that I've done much with La Aurora or smoked a lot of it was really when I was super excited about, like, 107-type stuff. So, it, it's been a bit since I've really done a lot or had a lot of exposure with La Aurora. So I'd love to catch up on some of that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the thing that's exciting about what they've been doing, what Manuel has done with several of the, the latest releases from La Aurora is we're making a lot more cigars, or they're making a lot more cigars now that are um, budget-friendly, first of all. Uh, great packaging. There's, a, there's uh, been a lot of attention put into how the cigars are presented and how they get out there. And, and, and honestly, we, we, you know, La Aurora – and then Miami Cigar as well, you know, as, as their distributor. We've been wanting to take a lot of time to really listen to smokers, listen to retail stores, and, and hear what they need, uh, what serves them best. And La Aurora has really been delivering on it. So there's been a lot. Um, you know, La Aurora is known. They're never going, you know, there's, there are things that they do and things that they don't do. La Aurora is known for nuance and flavor and, and creativity in the blends, and, and all, but always staying true at the same time to what the Leon family uh, wanted to do when they made cigars. When they when they decided they wanted to make cigars, there are things that will never change at La Aurora. And I think this has been a fun project to watch because it, it has taken a new approach and some creative approach to cigar blending, but at the same time, it stayed true to their roots and, and true to their commitment. So, yeah, um, if you haven't smoked it, I, I was surprised, but if you haven't smoked it, yeah, I know a guy. So, uh, so give us a holler for sure. I bet he does. I bet he does. So, uh, Nate, hey, listen, I know you're t extremely busy, and I know you're over in – where are you, at Dallas now? I'm in, I'm in Fort Worth right now. Okay, all right. Uh, and uh, So you're always busy, and uh, but you always take our phone calls. Thank you so much, and uh, hey, I thanks, love – Thanks for having me on. I, I, you're welcome anytime. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say, and, you know, for – for folks out there that are listening, you know, just on behalf of Miami Cigar, thank you. But we've we've grown exponentially, especially in the last couple of years. Uh, so, you know, it, first and foremost, like you guys were talking about earlier before a couple of breaks ago, um, it begins and ends with service to the end user, in my mind. So I want I want to say, you know, on behalf of our company uh, and all the brands that we distribute, I want to say thank you to all the people out there that 
get curious about cigars, go out and find new cigars, and have supported us, to be quite honest with you, throughout this boom time for Miami Cigar Company. Because we know, you know, I know first and foremost, I've been in the business a long time. I've been with Miami Cigar for a minute, and, and it's one of those where, you know, we know who, frankly, we know who keeps the lights on. So from us to all of you, you know, thank you. You're the most important thing about what we do. So thank you very much. And that 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 was awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. And you are brick and mortar protected, correct? Yes, absolutely. All right, awesome. Nate, thank you so much for joining us, and, and uh, you're welcome on the show anytime. Anthony, do me a favor. I know that you've got to get back uh, to that w- wonderful wife of yours, so do me a favor. Tell us where people can find you on Facebook, your website, how to get in contact with you, and look, you can plan on this. Take this to the bank. We're going to come see you in the summertime. We're going to do a show right from your right from your store, if that's all right. Oh, well, like I said, we would love to have that. Um, the easiest way to find all of our social media links is just go to Ford on 5th, and 5th is spelled out F-I-F-T-H dot com. Uh, it'll give you information about who we are, what we do. It'll also have our links to YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and all that on there. Um, but simply on Instagram, we're at Ford on 5th. Um, Melanie and I both retain our Beard the Beard brokerage days uh, handle, so I'm at FTB underscore Anthony. Mel's at ftb.melanie, and uh, that's how you can uh, kind of keep up with us and track what we're doing. And, yeah, summertime, it'll be hot out there, but uh, we'll keep you cool, and we'd love to have you out. Well, hell, yeah, I can't wait, man. Thanks a lot for joining us, man. And you guys, like I said, I hate to be a broken record, but uh, you guys rock. Oh, we Thank appreciate you all. It. You guys rock, too. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Bye, Melanie. Um, but, uh, man, great. Uh, I mean, man, this, what a great show. Great guest. Great what a, guest. What a great show so far. Nothing wrong with a person who has a beard. <laughs> yeah. Or who had a beard. Yeah. Or who had a beard. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's, that's, no, that's scruffy dog hair beard. Ball hair. <laughs> but you, did you, you say wanna, ball hair? Ball hair? You want to shake my hand again? <laughs> no. No. You know, that was rude. <laughs> that was not rude. You know, he was talking was awesome. earlier about having the wife. Braid it and put little yeah. Christmas decorations. Little Christmas balls in it, yeah. Balls. 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 He yeah. said balls. Big ball sack Glenn. We can invite <laughs> yes, Glenn. From we, the Duluth <laughs> <company>. <laughs> <laughs> We can invite big ball sack Glenn over to his beard. Let him decorate his beard. Yeah, that would uh, be nice. Yeah. No. <laughs> what? what, what He's going to do the Captain Lou Albano <laughs> beard with the rubber bands. Yes, rubber bands. Rubber bands. <laughs> you know, I can't grow a beard. It I don't know. surprise me. Shut yeah, up. Me he grows a good goatee, though. But he had that look on his face like he didn't know who Lou Albano was. But I can grow some hair, can't I? Yeah, we've seen that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, y'all are laughing, man. That's not funny. No, that's real funny. You all want me to get a haircut from uh, God knows who in prison. No, no, we can't do that. But the four-year due, it was due. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have to admit, one of these days we're gonna to have to put it up on our Twitter page. Or we something. got you. Yeah, that was that great. Is, that Thursday. is the great. Cyrus. That's not a mullet. I did not have a mullet. Oh, that's a mullet. No, it's not a mullet. Now, I don't know if that was a mullet, but it was something. That was. Uh, that, yeah, it was definitely something. It, it was, was something, it was wasn't it, more? Yeah, it was my, my bangs were touching my front lip. <laughs> then, yeah, but I didn't want to take a. I don't want to get a haircut in prison. Do well, some good dudes there. Yeah, were well, they gonna put a Nike swoosh in the back of yeah, my head? They're gonna give you a high and tight. Just no. get it shaved off. No. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. I, I. They actually. Somebody actually trimmed the back of my head once. This like a year into prison, and uh, he, I've got a, two moles in like right on the hairline. 
and all of a sudden they're I, gone, gone, <laughs> and blood was all over my back, and the, everybody rushed in like we're gonna have to show that team. too. That was Man, that was interesting. I really don't want to do that. I think we should, but it's it's good for the people. What people? The people that's going to be on YouTube after one. January first. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. Throwback pictures. Yeah, we're well, yeah, YouTube. All right, go ahead. We've got somebody sitting in our green room. We do. We're going to bring them in here shortly, in about awesome. 10 minutes. Nice. And uh, I can't wait to have them. Yeah. We're talking about DIPG, which is a terrible disease that um, too many kids have been diagnosed with. And mm-hmm. uh, we just lost a dear, uh, 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 just an angel of a seven year old. Special little girl. Special little girl, Sophia Myers. And, uh, she passed away from DIPG. For those of you who don't know what DIPG is, it is diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma. It is a brain tumor at the stem of the brain, and uh, there is it is a mortality rate of 100%. You don't live once you're diagnosed with that. And uh, she, I, I think she lasted about five months. And no, she was diagnosed in March. She passed away in November. No. November, was right? March? Yeah, yeah. She was diagnosed in March, and uh, she lasted about eight months. And uh, what a trooper! I mean, how do you do she that? She was tough. How, I mean, as a parent, how do you lose your child? It's, Dude, I, it's, it's, it's beyond. It's beyond comprehension. I mean, I know we joke a lot. We joke a lot on the show, but uh, the seriousness of it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a terrible situation. I couldn't yeah. imagine losing one of my kids. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. Mine's 15 going on 30, and he thinks he knows everything. But uh, That's because he's 15. He runs in a family. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck both of you, all y'all. Uh, I do know everything. Oh. Oh, well, no, so he, he, Dick Man's, uh, Dick Man's son takes up after him. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's okay. Yeah. You know? He likes to play video games, too. Well, oh. why are you telling all my secrets, man? What are you a snitch? That ain't a secret. What are you a snitch? What's a who secret? Plays, who plays video? Oh games? yeah, what's the yeah, secret? Yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Maverick's the one that holds secrets. One week we find out he he grew up with with Joe Frazier, and now tonight we find out he was neighbors with Randall Ty Cobb. Randall Tex Cobb. Uh, Who's Randall Tex Cobb? Rand Tex Cobb was a heavyweight contender, and he actually fought for the heavyweight champion of the world with. Wait, Larry man, you're shaking your head like I'm supposed to know who the fuck he is. You're older than dirt. I don't know who he is. You're 20 years older than me. No, I'm not. <laughs> you are. I'm like 10 years older than you. Oh, okay. So you're 10 years older than if me. I you should know who I Randall Tex Cobb is. Alabama, you're a sports guy. To be your father. <laughs> or, or could be actually, or his uncle. But Randall daddy, Tex Cobb was a neighborhood guy, and uh-huh. um, he was a friend of mine, kind of. He really was. He used to sit on the stoop with me. For people who don't know what the stoop is, it's your front steps. Front step. When you have a home, and you know that you have a bunch of steps going up to the second story or the first story, whatever it takes. And I mean, him used to have a lot of conversations about boxing, and he actually took all the punches that nobody else could handle from Larry Holmes. What else? He, he went the, the closet, distance. I mean. He went the distance with the heavyweight champion of the world. Did he win? No, he lost <clears> that <throat> by a big margin, but he took some severe blows, and he never went down. So he pulled the Rocky. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. So is he punch drunk now? Um, is he still alive? He's a little staggering. Yeah, he's still alive, and he's been in a few movies. He's been in Uncommon Valor with Gene Hackman. Really? Oh, yeah. He was, he was a big, big shot in Uncommon Valor. Holy cow. Yeah, he's been in a, I think he's been in about five films. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't even. And know Uncommon who was. Valor, he was he was fabulous in that. He played a great role, and he uh, he did real good in it. Huh? He got paid some good money too. It wasn't you know just slum money. It was good money. Huh? And he um unfortunately went broke, and he was living in Southwest Philadelphia where I was with was my um, ex-wife. 
No, he, he wasn't was living homeless. with your ex-wife. No, I was oh. living with my ex-wife, but she wasn't my ex-wife then. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she was my current wife. And she says, "Who's that big burly guy on the steps with you?" I said, "That's Randall Tex Cobb." She said, "Who's that?" I was, and I just told the story. I told you guys who he was. Yeah, well, and we used to go to the, we like used to, yeah, yeah, we used to go to um, the same veterinarian, and that's where I first ran into him in the neighborhood. And then he used to come over to the house. Huh. Well, who, yeah, who don't known, say. Yeah, who would have known? Yeah, who would have knew? And you knew Smoking Joe Frazier too. Yeah, Smoking Joe was one of the um, the fan favorites too. You know what I mean? He was the heavyweight champion of the world. Mm-hmm. Now, is he a cool guy? Very cool. Very cool. He's not still alive. Seems like I've met a lot of boxers. You know what? I don't think he is. Huh? But they were. You know, I seem to met a lot of boxers, and they all seem to be real cool. They were very down to earth and regular guys. Okay. Uh, How? Let's go local for a minute. How'd that? uh, I hope those protesters got. I hope they got wet, soaking wet. And you know what they do? They make me want to. Yeah, I got it out of my system. What were Go they protesting? They were protesting, protesting the flag. Who the hell oh, is that? Oh, right, right. The flag. Cobb. That look, that's one scary-looking dude, man. Kind of looks like Maverick. <laughs> does no. look a little sim- similar. Yeah, actually. And our executive producer said it does look like Maverick. If you didn't shave the beard, yeah, I'd say yeah. Yeah, it, it kind of does. About three feet shorter. Oh, I know who that guy is. Yeah, I, yeah. Now, now I recognize. Smoking him. a cigar. Yeah, I wonder what cigar that is. Uh, <laughs> doesn't look very good. Yeah, it looks like uh, <laughs> one of them Clint Eastwood ones. This is on Wikipedia, folks. If you want to oh, check yeah, it out. Yeah, Randall Tech Scott. Looking pretty rough. Ah, anyway, all right. So uh, let's take a commercial break, and then let's um, we got <clears throat> we got to do the serious side. So let's uh, let's bring in our YouTube channel guy, uh, Nick Pauly G. <clears throat> Oh my gosh, man! I think I'm coming down with some cat hair. Yeah, cat hair. <clears throat> uh, hairball. <clears throat> you didn't come down with filling that lighter too good. It's out already. That sounds like a personal problem. Well, you filled it. No, you I know didn't. Every- yeah, you did. I know everything. I filled it right, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, anyway, all right. So uh, we'll take a commercial break, and then we'll come back with Nick Pauly G from the from the YouTube. Uh, world and yes, folks, he is local. I've been getting messages all show saying, "Is this cat uh, on YouTube? Is he local?" Yeah, he's local. He lives in right here in Ocean Springs. And uh, I actually, I'll tell the funny story how I met him, and uh, when we come back from the commercial break. So, vo- folks, let's again. We've got about a half hour left in the show. You've listened this long, so uh, stay tuned for the assholes as we finish up the show with Nick Pauly G from YouTube. Coming up next, don't touch that dial. Well, I'm a sucker. Cuban cigars The problem is I can't afford them But last year I went And got myself a whole box And just to be safe
There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor. To a life of courage. And a commitment to something greater than themselves. defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Hey, Thirst, can I try out a few Coke Summer sound effects on you? Yes. Cool. You okay with this? And this? Yes. And what about this? Yes. Ha! Gotcha there, Thirst. That wasn't sound effects. That was a Coke. I'm no longer thirsty. You're so out of here. Coca-Cola. Open happiness. to Smoking Aces Live, and of course, I am Stickman, and my fellow assholes say I know everything, but uh, I actually don't, and go ahead. You Pre- say you think you know everything. No, think no, you, you say I do know everything. So. Thinking no, right? that, yeah. Yeah, so it's, Why are you guys uh, being so rude it's tonight? perceived. Why are you guys <laughs> being so perceived? Hey, man, a wise man knows what he doesn't know. Dad, well, I love it. I love it. Right. All right, folks. So you don't know what you know? I know I know what I don't know. How about that? <laughs> At least I know what I don't know. Question is, are you bozo smart enough to feel stupid? Oh, okay. All right. All right. Who the hell's that? I don't Eminem. know. All right. I think Stickman is going to bring up like the fifth mic now. It's- yeah, maybe. All right, folks. I We are joined in the studio with Nick Pauly G. Nick, welcome on, to the show, brother. Oh, and you now, much. do you do you want to tell the story on how we met, or you want me to? I, I, I can do the pleasures. I can do the pleasures. Right, so, um, you know, it was my very first vlog ever going out in public and recording myself, and so I was like, you know what? What would be wacko that would just attract the internet's attention, and more importantly, the OG Maverick Logan Paul's attention? Right. And it would definitely be going out in public with some of his merchandise on, this hat and a robe on. I was like, you know what? People are gonna be like, well, who's this dude? You know. And right. coincidentally enough, um, I wanted to go get my hair cut and then go send my merchandise that I bought from him that was too small. I wanted to send it back to the post office and record myself doing it just very innocently, you know, to where he could see my story. Which is exactly. a no-no. You can't oh, record I, in a I post office. I learned that. I learned that. <laughs> I really learned that the hard way. But um, So um, I parked in front of the cigar shop just to where the uh, the haircut place, you know, today's hair doesn't see me with the camera because right. they know me there and I wanted it to be a total surprise. And um, whenever I park here, Matt just kind of had that, you know, entrepreneurship. Well, like, that, no, that's a cop coming out of it. You right, know, right. Well, I was thinking, you know, because my parents are business owners. They own Quakes right up the road. So, um, Shut up! That's where I knew I saw him at. Calm man. down, guys. Calm down. Good grief. He makes so, a hell, hell of a shake. Hell of a, uh, oh, I know, um, man. I can make them up. I can make them desserts up. Uh, um, but a pecan freaking shake. Oh, oh okay. Well, uh, look now. Now familiar. we're gonna. Your mom is actually in the queue, so 
We're gonna get her. We're gonna, we're gonna see if she'll sponsor uh, us and maybe oh, get us some shakes dur- uh, sure. during each show. But anyway, go ahead, finish the story. But um, so I parked there, and um, Matt naturally is like, "What the hell are you doing?" And that's, you know, I would be <laughs> he the does same that way. with everybody that comes by the front it's, of the shop. Yeah. And so I stopped recording just because, you know, out of privacy, I didn't want you know him to be feeling like he's recorded or anything. And I was just explaining him that I'm trying to get Logan Paul's attention. He immediately jumped on board. He was like, wow, that's, that's a big opportunity. And he invited me onto a show. And I had no idea that this was, you know, actually a thing. I came in here after my haircut and I see how high quality these microphones are and whatnot. Right. Cause I have my own equipment at my house, but like, holy wow, this is very impressive. And so I was like, this is my ultimate opportunity to finally speak in front of a large audience about what I'm trying to do here. Mm-hmm. And um, after that, uh, out of curiosity, you can go on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nick Pauly G N I C K P A U L Y G E E to see the video that I made. But long story short, I go to the post office, just kind of recording myself. And, um, you know, whenever I go in there and I say this in the video, they didn't tell me that it was illegal, man. They didn't tell me anything about it. I go and I'm just recording myself. I'm not recording anyone else in the post office, just myself just saying, Hey Logan, this is for you. Can't wait for you to see this man. I wrote a note to you in the package and yeah, man, much love. Can't wait for you to see this and see what all I'm trying to do with your brand and with the IPG awareness. And after I do that, I go into another room to package up my package. And they're like, hey, I don't think it's legal, right? The lady says, I don't think it's legal for you to do this. And I'm like, oh, wow. And I immediately cut off the recording. And then, you know, I walk out and there's 12 right in my face. You know, there's a cop to my left. And I've seen cops at the post office. So I really thought that they were just coincidentally delivering a package, right? (laughs) And then there's another cop to my right. And I'm like, oh, hello. You know what? And we've got a perfect soundbite for you. And let me, let Let me, me hold on, let me find it. Let me play it real. And, and I'm not sure this moment that Nathan knew he fucked up. <laughs> exactly. That's precisely right. I was like, oh no, that was just right. I gotta and, ask a dumb question. I'm what? Oh, absolutely. Years, I'm almost thing. 40 years older than Nikki mm-hmm. or Nick. I'm sorry. Nick is fine. Logan, I have no clue. Who well, we're, we're going to get to that. We're going right. to get okay. to find out who Absolutely. Logan Paul is. Yeah. Okay. But go ahead, finish the story. Okay. So how many cops were out there? Just oh, no, one? there was just two. I mean, two cop cars. And, um, you know, after I explained myself, and uh, I, I took the time to really explain what's going on, you know, the cops are very respectful, and they let me go, you know, just very nonchalantly, like nothing really happened. It's because they gave me the time of day, man. I've never had a bad run-in with police, and I took the time to, you know, speak my mind on that because in today's society, unfortunately, uh, authorities and – um you know, uh, police in general is a very frowned upon topic because mm-hmm. there's corrupt police out there. And I've never had personally. Well, hang on. You know, there, there's there's more good than there is bad. Right. Okay? Absolutely. And it absolutely. just so happens that that we have uh, some of the finest uh, here in the city. Absolutely. And um, uh, and I appreciate them. Oh, and, yes. And, you know, we, we thank them for their service mm-hmm. and everything that they do. But um, but anyway, so you made it out of there mm-hmm. without ha- having to put the silver bracelets on. And right. Okay. Okay. right. Yeah, good. All right. Um, so tell me who, um, first of all, um, wh- what brought me, what drew me to you is your passion for this cause, this DIPG, which is diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma, which is a debilitating brain tumor that you don't live from once right. you're diagnosed. Uh, I mean, it's a death sentence. And, and it uh, really is crippling the next generation. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So um, how did you get involved with DIPG? Good, very good question. Uh, so the third child that had been diagnosed, because the first two 
that were diagnosed uh, were diagnosed as I was going through the public education system down here, right? And so the second one that was, that was diagnosed, I was just like, wow, another child with a brain tumor. That's that's bizarre. Mm-hmm. But then this third one really got me thinking because I'm outside of school at this point. You know, I'm already graduated, and I'm just like, wow, you know, that's three children. And I really started looking into it, the chances of getting diagnosed with this. And there's like, you know, roughly if you look it up, anywhere from 250 to 400 kids a year diagnosed, uh-huh. right? And so the the odds of of getting diagnosed with this is is very rare, very exponentially rare. And coincidentally enough, three children in our little Ocean Spring City down here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast are diagnosed. And then one in Mobile, and I can't recall the, uh, the individual's name or the child's name. Let's but, not say that anymore. Right, Just right. out of respect for exactly, the Exactly, exactly. But I know another child was diagnosed in Mobile. And, and, you know, it gets to the point where, like, how many children need to be diagnosed before this is actually a public concern for uh, our, our society down here, you know? Okay. And, um, the way I see it, all of this is like a complex trigonometry problem, right? That y'all were mentioning earlier, because I'm trying to draw all these different things in society. Um, I saw Logan Paul for the very first time on Vine. I don't know if y'all really went on Vine a lot or if y'all remember it, but it was the little six second social media. Um, and Logan Paul, he has the most subscribers on YouTube. Well, no, well, he is. Um, he started on Vine and I saw him on Vine come up and I was following him before he had 100,000 followers, right? Like I remember whenever he was first coming up and whenever Vine eventually got bought by Twitter and it shut down, um, Logan Paul transitioned over to YouTube just wonderfully, right? Okay. And he, he starts on YouTube and he becomes the the fastest growing channel ever on the platform, right? I mean, like his his <clears throat> subscriber base has literally jumped like to, to now 14 million, million, a little wow. over 14 million, 14 million subscribers. That's on YouTube. Lot, right? Now, I, I got to ask you something, because when you and I were talking out there, I'd be honest with you before I did some research on you and I did. Right. Um, it sounded kind of like a man crush kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. That, that's, we know that I that's understand. not the case, but but how what the only reference the or the only reason why you want to address Logan Paul is because of the fact that he has 14 million followers. And, or does he have no. any tie to DIPG? Well, no, he does not at all. Matter of fact, and um, I would like to speak on this. Absolutely. This is what I wanted to take my opportunity to. Uh, if you look up his slogan, his his brand, he, he advertises to go out there and change the world, really to go out there and dent the universe, try mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, be passionate about whatever you do and really make your mark. You know what I right. mean? And so I took what he said really to heart and to really push it to that next level. And in his November 8th vlog, because he uploads a video every day, mm-hmm. in his November 8th vlog, he said that he really likes doing charity events, but he hasn't found anything to quote unquote sink his teeth into, mm-hmm. right? And whenever me as his audience member heard that, it literally just flipped a switch in my brain. Like I literally had to push this harder than I pushed for anything in my life. Okay. And, and so that, at that point, I was like, you know what? This is the guy. Not like any other quote unquote famous person or coincidentally famous person. You know what I mean? This uh-huh. guy in particular has to be the guy to represent this disease. And if he could come down here to the Mississippi Gulf Coast and we make this event and collaborate and make it like, you know, a multiple day event. And Miss Miss Myers and my mom have talked, you know, we want to have a ball for one of the days and um, maybe a, great a, idea, a carnival, you know, like I want to make it like towards a whole fundraiser, like okay. a huge carnival, or maybe a music fest, because I have a couple of actually really popular artists that have liked some of my comments on Instagram and whatnot. And like, you know, shout out to Futuristic. Um, he gave me the time of day and just like the comment, man, like and that's nuts, you know, like not all famous people do that. You know right. what I mean? And so if I could get a couple artists down here for sure, this could literally be, you know, a cruising the coast type of event mm-hmm. and bring industry down here. You know what I mean? Like it's not just about DIPG awareness and whatnot. It could be something huge. You know what I mean? Like and DIPG would be the core of it. 
and and I want Logan Paul to be the celebrity to really you know fortify this and to and to really bring multiple people into this and get other people involved. Good I love you. it. What Good a great idea. Mm-hmm. What a you, great you idea. You don't see that many kids his age. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a couple phone calls. Okay, uh, absolutely. And uh, we have Melissa on the phone for, uh, with you. I think you might know her. All righty, Miss Melissa. Okay. And uh, Melissa, welcome to the show. Uh, you got something to say to Nikki? Oh, I just think he's doing such a great thing for the community and just bringing awareness. And I'm just listening and cheering him on um, here at Quake. So we're just excited to hear him on the radio and doing the right thing. So. All right. And we wanted to give a big shout out to shout uh, out. everybody at Quakes. We love you to death. We love Yay! your shakes. For those of you who don't know Quakes, uh, you must live under a rock because they're a badass <laughs> in the milkshake department. They're right on Highway 90 in Ocean Springs. Go see him. You're right next to. Give me your address again. I don't. I, I didn't do my research. What's your What's your address, Melissa? What's the address? Nineteen twenty two. BMW Boulevard. You can't. Yeah, you can't miss. You got the big green right sign. Stay on Highway yeah. ninety. Big green. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Melissa, don't go anywhere. We're gonna keep you in the queue. We're gonna keep you listening in. So hang tight for, for a great. few minutes. But um. <clears throat> I want to get back to before we bring we have a special caller on on, on the line if she's still oh yeah she's still there mi madre. And, uh, you 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 might know her she's maybe your madre oh mi madre yeah okay. mi madre your mother okay. Okay. Your mommy. yeah mi mommy and uh, now she is the the brains behind quakes right and, uh, absolutely and um, so superwoman uh, absolutely mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know I actually met her not too long ago um, I was in a rush. And um, I didn't really get a, an opportunity to really sit down and talk to her. But um, I love what you guys do over there. And you guys, I, I mean, Ford on 5th in Scottsdale, Arizona. And now you you guys, and this is what I love. I love people with passion. That's what drew me to you. So I, we, we, I made a, a couple phone calls. And what we're going to do for you is, um, do you have a GoFundMe page or anything I like do. that? I do. I actually do. Uh, if you just look up, and this is what my goal is for the whole world, right? Because um, when it comes down to it, um, I'm not looking for fame out of this. I know with Logan Paul being involved in it, and if I was the person to draw him here, it would come naturally. And that's not what I'm looking for. I want hashtag smash for DIPG to be a trending hashtag. And y'all do use profanity on this show. Instead of some of the stupid shit that I've seen on Twitter, like right. uh, hashtag who's better than Nickelback back like people will literally take the time out of the day to to put down the hashtag who's better than nickelback and just make a whole bunch of jokes on you know right. nickelback and right. it's just like dude and and you know like um, my uncle told me he's an anesthesiologist that you know like one out of every hundred doctors know what dipg is and that could be very well exaggerated right but mm-hmm. it's the premise like like not everyone knows what dipg is man and that's what's so scary is like you know i can't sit here and preach that in even in my lifetime that we can find a cure for this because it's such a it's such a killer and it's such a horrible unknown disease but what i can say and what i've said on my youtube channel is that that the first step in finding this cure will be for global awareness, at least for everyone to know what this is. And that since Neil Armstrong's daughter died from it in 1963, which is before my dad was born. Wow. Um, yes, this has been an absolute killer and it has been treated the same way. And it is scary to think about. It's like racism in America, man. It's absolutely scary because this is what's absolutely crippling the next society. And whenever you see, you know, and y'all were talking about it earlier and you could hear it, like it, it's scary whenever you see it, but like whenever you actually, like whenever you talk about it but whenever you see it you know whenever you witness the family uh and, and you could tell that they fought some some very draining emotional draining battles 
for, for their child. And, and it is unlike anything you've ever seen in your life. There's nothing to describe it. And, you know? and, and you know, that, and you're actually getting emotional about right. it. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, so this is not something that you just want to take on. This is, this is, a pa- I something can see it in your heart. I mean, for the rest of my life, you know what I mean? Like if yeah. I am quote unquote successful, the rest of my life will be dedicated to DIPG. I want to be raising awareness. Uh, shout out to Kane Finley, the child or the, the, the man, I'll say, that uh, was diagnosed and he was a student at LSU. If you look him up and um, he passed away um, on black Friday, actually on black Friday, he passed away, which is, which is tragic. He was, he was fighting very hard. I wanted to meet him. And one day we will talk again, man, the way I see it upstairs, but it's, it's just so tragic because like, you know, like that's the future of America, man. And instead of, you know, like taking off or whatever, whenever he did get diagnosed with this, because he's right. a smart guy, he knew he was going to pass away. He was he was a hardworking college student. Like, think about that. Like he was busting his ass right. in a, in a college university it. trying to make it. And, and like, that's what I respect. Like, you know, he didn't give up <clears throat> on his dreams. I agree. Is and, there any, I, did, did they have any idea what might? No. And that's what's so scary. There's like, it's it's it's, it's, it's um fugazi fugazi you know what i mean like it's it's who knows because like when it comes down to it like you, you know children get diagnosed with it all over the world and there's no like mutual variable there's nothing right. like they, they don't have anything that they can use as a platform to study i want to bring mi madre in okay and Absolutely. uh and then we've got a we've kind of got a surprise for you so uh, uh mi madre the brain yes. behind can you hear me How are- how are you doing, sir? I'm ma'am. I'm looking now. I'm looking Nikki. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How are you doing? You're okay. It's all good. I am doing great. How are you? Well, you ought to be proud of this kid to the right to the right, oh, to the right so of me. He's, he's, he is he's young man. Right, right, right. So um anyway, so you conveyed to me and that uh you want to reach out to Logan Paul. So we did uh reach out to him. And uh, now, one thing that I have a question for you, young lady, is if you could let him off uh, next Tuesday night, uh, Mr. Paul will be on our radio show next Tuesday. You're kidding me. No. And uh, we want uh, we you know, the thing that the thing that 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 drew me to your son was the fact that his passion to help. And my my logo on our cigar shop is the oppresso libra, which means to liberate the oppressed. And the things that I've gone through in my life, um, I can actually relate. So we wanted to do something. We reached out. I reached out to a friend of mine that actually knows him personally, wow. and um, uh, he's going to do his best to be on the show next Tuesday. Um, we're going to put That's you amazing. in contact. You're an amazing man. And uh, we're going to make this happen. And by the we're way, make- I did hear the request for shakes. I think I can handle that. <laughs> that is a, that, is, that, that that is awesome. That is awesome. So I, I li- listen. Big shout out to you. Big shout out to Quakes and everything you do. You guys do for the community. So we we kind of wanted to help your son out. And uh, well, and I uh, have to thank you because not everybody is seeing what Nick is doing, and he's definitely met his fair share of um, not even neighbors, just people that don't see what he's trying to do. And I am so thankful as a parent and as a another person in our community. I'm so thankful for you for reaching out to him. You're a very good man. Thank you. No problem. And anything that we can do for you, you don't hesitate to call me directly. But uh, um, 
So uh, we're going to make this happen for you. Absolutely. You know? And like, you know, it's like that, that bigger picture, you know, like I knew it was going to happen from the jump. That's why I pushed for it so hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I know the way that he said humanitarian in, in that November 8th blog. And I can remember the day that I saw it, you know, because, because that's exactly what the definition of what I'm trying to do is. It's, it's, it's not about myself, you know, because after I pass on, you know, like it's going to be something that is an annual event in my eyes. And, and that is symbolic here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, like right. cruising. That's well, you know, I, I think it. I may have a group that might be interested in that. I, I'm a local group thing. named Wildfire. Yeah, Wildfire. It's. Yeah, uh, go they, ahead, they're Mark. a kick-ass group. Yeah, they are okay. a kick-ass group. But uh, and then we, um, we, you know, I'm good friends with the people that run the Mississippi Songwriters Association. And uh, uh, we can maybe get some guests together. Um, some of Brad Paisley's band. Oh, wow. uh, they they've been here in my shop and they've performed a couple times, and I actually know only once. And then uh, we had the Miss uh, Country. Um, he was on the Country Music Awards. He got Songwriter of the Year last year. Oh wow! So uh, we'll reach out to them. Uh, okay. But you can bank on this. More the merrier. Uh, this right. is. This will happen next year. It will year. be an event. In like 2018. It and will I'm, be an event. And I'm, and I'm dreaming. I'm thinking summer just to where like, because I want it to be, you know, where people can come to this and, and plan for it. I know Logan is going to be the hardest person to get here. And I, I want him to be, you know, like the person that we kind of work around because that's who I want like the face of this to be, honestly. So, right. okay. All right. So we love what you do. We love the passion that you have. And uh, I can't appreciate you guys enough because this has been literally that missing link that I've been looking for, you know, and, and that's what was so crazy about that day is, you know, I, I even told you before I even knew how many viewers you had or anything is that, you know, this could be that missing link to get me to Logan, mm-hmm. let alone that you actually like managed to, you know, make that contact. That's absolutely insane to me. Like, well, I, I don't take, I don't take no for an answer and I'm outside the box. Right. And uh, even if we have to drag him kicking and screaming, which we're not going to have to do, um, <laughs> Um, he will be here he will and be here. Uh, he's going to be part of that event because mm-hmm. I, if I, I don't know him personally, but knowing the things that people do know of him that mm-hmm. have told me, uh, he'd be all, he's going right. to be all over just, this. You'd have to see him, man. And it's like, it gets to that point where obviously like, you know, he has just such a public eye and, and when it right. comes down to it, he's going to draw such a large audience. And and he really is. He's just such an awesome person right. behind the camera. How do how right, in about twenty seconds? How do people find you? Uh, okay, well, um, YouTube.com slash Nick Pauly G N I C K P A U L Y G E E, or you can uh, add me on Snapchat or follow me on Instagram at the same thing, Nick okay. Pauly G. Nikki, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show. And folks, listen, uh, if you want to reach out to us about this event, please get in touch with any of the assholes at our Twitter, and uh, we will see you next week. And uh, thanks for listening. Stay smoky, people. Smoky.